Hello, friends. Welcome to the Coffee and Books podcast, where we talk about, of course, your favorite topics, different coffee and books. Now, on today's podcast, before we begin, uh, first things first, I wanted to talk to you about Thrift Books. If you don't know thriftbooks.com, they're a great website where you can use to find any kind of book, used or new, in multiple conditions. They ship it right to your door. A very convenient. Uh, they're cheaper than Amazon, so just something to keep in mind when you're buying books like me and you buy manga. And it, you know, yes, I can go and order something on Amazon and it'll be there the next day. But if I can get something for cheaper, why not get it on Thrift Books? So that is always a good benefit when you can buy something for a little bit less expensive and not have to buy it through directly through Amazon. Uh, anyway, I will also suggest that before we begin on today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit more about my experience with this author and why I do not like him. <laughs> so before we kind of go into the whole book, I want to let you know that I do have a personal interest in the author, Ernest Hemingway. I like Ernest Hemingway's past. I think it's very interesting how he was a Soviet uh, spy uh, living in the United States, uh, specifically um, in the 1950s, where he was very, very much worried about the McCarthyism uh, that was happening, the Big Red Scare. Uh, he had absolutely every single right to worry about. Um, now, why did Hemingway interest me as a writer? Uh, well, because he's basically received every medal that uh, you could ever receive ever in terms of literary writing and achievement. He's pretty much highly praised one of the best American authors of all time. So with that being said, and me trying to branch out into new topics, I decided to take a crack at today's book, A Farewell to Arms. A Farewell to Arms is one of Hemingway's first novels and is one of his most well-known novels, so I decided that would be a good entry point into the Hemingway universe. Uh, none of his books are necessarily connected, but they are all shaped by his experiences. Hemingway served in World War I on the Italian front, which pretty much influenced this entire novel. Um, it's all very good and interesting. This particular story, A Farewell to Arms, centers on a major, uh, or I should say a soldier who is an American nicknamed Tenet, who is serving in the Italian army. Uh, where he meets a loving nurse named Catherine, where they fall in love in Italy. Um, you know, they're having a grand time in the middle of this war, seemingly, when all of a sudden their world kind of comes crashing in around them. So let's talk about everything that's happened. So in the novel, the main central characters, are, of course, are Tennant and Catherine. Tennant meets Catherine through one of his Italian war buddies, who was in love with Catherine, but then decided that it was not a serious relationship for him, and he decided that maybe Tennant would like to meet her. And then, of course, Tennant falls in love with this beautiful blonde woman who's from Scotland, who's, you know, serving on the front lines as a nurse. Um, he is, of course, a doctor who is also slash a soldier for the Italians. He's helping them in any way he can. Um, and then that's when, of course, the news of the war is happening. Uh, this is ba basically, the story takes place over the course of the World War I era, and in particular is you know, going to be shaped by your knowledge of World War I. So Italy, of course, was fighting against the Austrians and Germans, uh, relied heavily upon the uh, you know, French and the Americans and the Russians. Um, at this point in time in the novel, the Austrians and Germans were clearly winning the war and defeating Italy, so, in our start of the novel, we have this, you know, everyone's having a grand time, and they're just getting ready to go off to war, and then, bam, you know, they're in the battlefield. They are shocked about what they find when they discover that they 
do not like combat. And you kind of learn about Hemingway's personal opinions on war as he talks about him in the novel. Um, I kind of feel like the tenet is Hemingway in a lot of aspects, uh, mainly because he, like I said, served on the front lines of World War I as well. So there's a lot of similarities I could see there. Um, anyway, so Tennant is a doctor, gets injured when a mortar shell explodes over the compound that he is in. Um, him and his friends are all grievously wounded and injured. Uh, Tennant comes out alive, but his leg is badly injured. As a result, he is taken to a hospital where he is given uh, medical leave uh, until he is fully recovered, in which case he'll be sent back to the front. The Americans decide to enter World War One, and you know, of course, this is very exciting for everyone in Italy. Uh, but they are running low on food and supplies, and of course, Tennant, uh, like I said, begins this love affair with this English nurse while he's in the hospital. And they, of course, soon make love, and they create a baby together, which is the first bombshell of the novel that him and this loving, loving Scottish woman who meet in the middle of this war, this beautiful backdrop, I guess you could say, you know, their romance blooms, they have and create a wonderful, you know, baby that we know we're talking about in a novel. And of course, you know, that's when you learn Tennant decides that he wants to marry this woman. So him and Catherine plan on going away as soon as the war is over. They agree to meet each other once again. It comes out, of course, that Tennant is... Uh, you know, purposely uh, delaying his leave. Uh, he has jaundice from drinking too much alcohol. As a result, he is uh, quickly taken to the front as, as soon as possible once he's recovered. He agrees to meet Catherine. And of course, that's when we learn the first serious actions of the novel. Tennant and his soldiers are unfortunately lost in a convoy and end up in German hands. Uh, when the people in Italy surrender, uh, meaning that he is considered a traitor because he has accidentally fallen into enemy hands, and you know it was assumed that he would it was surrendering. Him and his fellow officers were once rediscovered by the Italians, were presumed to be like I said traitors or Germans being in Italian uniform, therefore being executed. Once, of course, Tennant realizes that. Uh, there's no hope, there's no future um, of explaining his current predicament. He manages to escape with his life after running for it through a river and swimming as far away as possible and being on the run in Italy. Uh, he has to go town town to escape. It's very thrilling and exciting. You know, the lengths he's willing to go to get back to the love of his life and their child. And then, of course, he meets Catherine again and they decide that they must leave Italy and he must go to Switzerland. Um, now, of course, throughout the novel, there are other characters that are sort of central to the story as well. We meet a priest who often talks to Tennant about his faith. We meet, um, as well, other Italian war buddies, a fellow nurse that is friends with Tennant and Catherine uh, Ferguson, who has a big impact in the novel, who thinks that um, you know everything is going to you know, and badly for both of them if they keep up the pretending that everything is okay. Uh, it, it's a very interesting novel because at the end, and now this is the part where we get to in the story where everything is messed up, uh, the main characters, Tennant and Catherine, decide that they are going to go over to Switzerland and es escape this 
uh, you know, arrest that the Italians are putting upon them. So as a result of their leave, you know, they have to sneak in by boat into Switzerland. And so they row all night in a boat in heavy wind and rain while Catherine is pregnant. They row this way for hours and hours and hours on it, and an entire night, just end up in the seashore in Switzerland, in a lake. And then, of course, they're arrested on the spot, and they're interrogated as if they are, you know, Italians being traitors to, you know, the Germans and the Austrians. And then, of course, you know, he pretends that he's actually an American and was there as an architect and studying in Italy, and he had fled the country because he is looking to escape Italy. So, all this results him and Catherine with end up getting a visa, and they end up living happily ever after in Switzerland, or so you would think. But unfortunately, this is where the darkness part starts in the story. Catherine go, soon goes into labor, and uh, unfortunately, uh, she miscarries the child, and she also dies of hemorrhaging during childbirth as well, and Tennant is left to drink himself into despair after the end of the war. And so... The reason why I don't like Hemingway is this is where I'm going to get to from now in the story. All this that I've just told you is, you know, it was a good novel. It was popular. It was, it was there. It's considered a classic. But I don't like it for a lot of different reasons, and this is my reasons why. I give it a 2 out of 5. One, it, it came highly appraised. And I understand that we have to take authors like Mark Twain and other such literary figures in American history as well as, you know, European history, you know, throughout the world, you know, anyone who's a classic writer, we have to heap this praise upon them uh, so that we can understand their works better. But to me, Hemingway's, you know, you know, this novel, Farewell to Arms, was just a sort of a, you know, a mediocre attempt at showcasing what life was like on the front line. And, you know, the fact that he ended the novel with this terrible tragedy to me makes me think that something terrible happened in Hemingway's life as well uh, that was pretty similar, which is very sad. And I think that that was too dark, you know, of an ending. You know, he should have ended the novel in a way that was more of a happy ending. Uh, just my personal thought is that, you know, when people write stories in these novels, this is a way of escapism. And... When you're reading about something, you don't want to think that, you know, how it ends is it's going to end in tragedy. I didn't think that this book would end in tragedy when I picked it up. I just read it. I just decided, this sounds like, you know, it could be a plausibly good book. I'd like to hear about it. And I wanted, you know, the tenant's strength to carry him all the way to the end. And that, like, they get there and that they make it through the day and that they... Uh, you know, survive and they start a family together and they do all the things that they wanted to do. That's the ending that I think should have happened. And instead we're left with this hollow sort of, well, what in the world is going to happen now ending? And that's why I don't like Ernest Hemingway. Because if all of his novels are similar to this, in my opinion, it's just, it's too dark. It's too dark for the American public. I don't think that people would uh, you know, maybe they might appreciate this. Maybe it resigns me to being someone who is a critic, but I don't, uh, I don't like bad endings. I don't like endings that are unhappy. I don't like that. I like, uh, you know, closure. I want to see something happen that is good, um, in a story, but I just felt the death of Catherine and the child were needless. 
And that is why I didn't agree with it, and that is why I'm going to stop it right there and just say I probably will never read another Ernest Hemingway novel ever again. So anyway, that's my thoughts and opinions on that. If you disagree, of course, feel free to email me at scottbernstein16 at yahoo.com. Anyway, thank you again for listening, and have a good day, everyone.